Welcome to the Mama Retreat, a relatable motherhood podcast where we show you how to have more power, love, and a sound mind as a mother. I'm your host, Brittany Miller. And I'm your host, Caitlin Clough. We're best friends in the thick of motherhood together. We hope you enjoy your retreat from motherhood today. Okay, well, first of all, thank you guys so much for coming. We'll just introduce you first. Hopefully it's not weird hearing us read your little bios. (laughs) But um, I'll start with Wendy. So Wendy Harris is originally from Northeast Ohio, but now proudly calls Arkansas home. She resides in Rogers, Arkansas with her husband, Wes, and their three beautiful children, Logan, Mackenzie, and Ellie. She enjoys traveling, is a hopeless Cleveland sports fanatic, (laughs) and loves spending time with her family. Um, Growing up um, with 12 years as a competitive swimmer and work experience as a lifeguard and head swim coach instilled in her a love for the water and a passion for water safety. After experiencing a non-fatal drowning incident with her son during a traditional group swim lesson in 2019, she was on a mission to find something better. After witnessing firsthand the skills and confidence all three of her children achieved in completing the LSA Survival Swim Program, she was inspired by the realization that she too could make a difference in the prevention of childhood drowning. As a a certified instructor, it's her mission to ensure as many children in Northwest Arkansas gain the skills to self-rescue and prevent any parent from experiencing the terror and grief associated with childhood drowning. So welcome, Wendy. Thank you. And Brett, we'll go ahead and introduce Libby. So Wendy and Libby work together Mm -hmm. um, at Little Squirts Aquatics. And Libby is the founder and owner of Little Squirts Aquatics in Northwest Arkansas. So for the past decade, she, her her husband, Mike, and their two boys, Maxwell and Jackson, have called Northwest Arkansas home. She enjoys spending time with her friends and family, playing sports, and cheering on the Razorbacks and the Packers. We've learned to be Razorbacks fans here, too. (laughs) Woo pig. Um, When her oldest son turned six months old, she researched survival swim programs in her area and was disappointed in the results. For nearly 10 years, she worked as an accountant and grew tired of the corporate environment. She wanted to pursue something that she was passionate about while spending more time with her family, thus becoming a certified infant aquatic swim instructor. Um, Nearly seven years ago, Little Squirts Aquatics was born. Libby is proud to have grown her business to include two fellow infant aquatics instructors and two wonderful maintenance instructors. She and her team recognize the importance of providing children confidence and appreciation of the water and look forward to continuing to serve Northwest Arkansas for many years to come. Yay, Yay, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having us. I know. Okay, so Libby, then tell us how you learned about infant aquatic lessons, survival swim lessons. Okay, so my niece, who just turned 14 this weekend, she when she was three years old, so like 11 years ago, I remember taking, I had to take her to her swim lesson. Mm-hmm. And we're from southeast Kansas. I think we drove across to Joplin, Missouri. <laughs> and um, I remember taking her, and my parents, my sister, were like, you know, it's only 10 minutes. I'm like, what? And... I was just like floored, very amazed. And I can't remember where she was in the journey of the six weeks, but um, I always had that in the back of my mind. And so after I had Max, like you guys um, talked about at first, when he was six months old, I was researching swim lessons in Northwest Arkansas and like couldn't find any survival instructors. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, how can there be one in like a small town in Kansas in Joplin and not one here? And so that always just like, 
played in the back of my mind. And when I decided I wanted, wanted a different career path, um, I just thought, I'm going to go ahead and go for it. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy that, like, it, you'll find instructors throughout the U.S. and even mm-hmm. the world. I mean, I know a lot of instructors train throughout the world. Um, but if you have a passion for something, you know, it, it can happen. So, yeah. Yeah. And there, and there you go. It was like a six-week program to yeah. learn a new, like, career step for yeah. you. And yeah. then I mean, and I made the decision pretty – I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I was pregnant with my second child. I thought, now or never. Yeah. I think Wendy had the same thing. She Once she made up her mind, yeah. it was game over. Yeah, because I had spent 13 years in the consumer packaged goods industry mm-hmm. in different sales and marketing roles. And Logan's incident was just – life-changing for me and having had all the previous background like being a competitive swimmer having been a lifeguard having been a swim coach my husband is from Maryland we're around the water all the time when we go see his family so like water safety was so important to us like the second we you know we're talking about having kids and we thought we were doing all the right things I was a puddle jumper mom too Mm -hmm. again you know they're marketed in a way that makes you think that you're keeping your child safe in the water and his, his incident just changed. And I learned about survival swim lessons from a friend. I got sent a video of a two-year-old swimming across the pool, their pool in Florida. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> How did you find it? Very similar to Libby. Like, got online, searched, not a lot of options other than little squirts popped up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to call Libby. You know, found I think I found your bio on the Infant Aquatics website. Mm-hmm. That's how I found oh, you. That's good. And so I was like, okay, what's this Infant Aquatics? They offer instructor training, and I've got something local. And my journey started with a phone call to Libby. And I was like, okay, I'm calling you for two reasons. One, I want to sign all three of my children up (laughs) to go through the program. And two, I want to become an instructor, and I want to hear about your experience. That's awesome. That's so cool. Here we are. That is so cool. Tell us a little bit about Little Squirts and what it's like being a survival swim instructor. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so like Brittany said, I started Little Swords seven years ago after becoming a certified instructor and becoming a certified instructor is kind of a big deal. You have, we moved to, to, uh, Longmont, Longmont, Colorado. I stayed in Boulder. I think we both stayed in Boulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and spent six weeks there and our program is designed just as it was when we trained. So it's six weeks, four days a week, Monday through Thursday, 10 minutes a day for each child. And we were there for an entire six-week session um, training. Mm-hmm. So kind of brought the same program back to Arkansas. Really wasn't done here before. Um, and it's been a journey, you know, spreading the word and 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 uh, having it become a kind of a household name, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. in Northwest Arkansas. Because Survival Swim has really come around in the past few years. I yes. think with some of the celebrity drownings mm-hmm. it's really come to yeah. life so yeah. yeah we're just trying to spread the word and do what we can here and Wendy you were saying your child almost drowned yes. in a traditional swim lesson yes so <laughs> maybe if for those who are listening who don't understand the difference between a traditional swim lesson versus an infant survival swim lesson like yeah. what's the difference and why did you choose to yeah so this is where I'd say terminology becomes very very important yeah. so like what Libby just talked about, Little Squirts Aquatics teaches self-rescue survival swim lessons, mm-hmm. which for anybody who doesn't know, it's teaching a child to, regardless as to how they enter the water, 
they learn to roll to their back, float, rest, and breathe. And they can do it independently without a flotation device and out without any intervention from another individual. Mm-hmm. Um, some people throw around ISR is just mm-hmm. kind of this like macro term for survival swim. And there's actually some nuances. So survival swim is the technique that we teach. ISR actually stands for infant swimming resource. And they were the pioneers within this space. Mm-hmm. It was actually founded in 19, well, let me think about it, 66. So it's been around for a really, really long time, mm-hmm. but nobody's really ever talked about it or with the introduction of social media, right? You get a lot of awareness that spreads, but there's also a lot of misinformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they, ISR is by far the largest association globally with instructors and they did, they pioneered it. Now, Libby and I are certified infant aquatics, which was founded by previous ISR instructors. So the output is very, very similar, which is swim, float, swim. The methodology has some slight nuances. Um, But the main difference between survival swim lessons and the traditional route is, I would say, the time it takes to actually get results. So a child Uh in six weeks, typically, can be able to self-rescue, starting as young as six months old. Mm -hmm. Where if you go the traditional route, you're talking years Mm -hmm. to get there. Um, And that was, I mean, the journey that I was on initially. Like when my son was seven months old, we had him enrolled in swim lessons. We did the parent-child class till he aged out of that and could move into an independent group class. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing those group classes for, I think, two rounds. And it was in the middle of a group swim class. He slipped away from the stairs straight underneath the water his teacher didn't see she had her back turned to the other kids in the class working with the child the lifeguard who was standing right above the stairs didn't see it um i saw it from across the pool i was actually in the water doing the same infant parent child class that he had graduated from with our daughter at the time so i started you know swimming across and another instructor happened to see me then saw my son underneath the water and got to him before i did but that's the thing that a lot of people you know, don't realize is drowning is silent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, parents think, oh, I'll be watching my child. I'll know that they're struggling. I'll see it. I, I'll hear it. And that's a myth. It's yep. silent. It's fast. And it all happens underneath the water. Yep. And so, again, we always talk. Survival swim lessons are a great fit for every child. Yep. Yeah. Might not be a great fit for every parent. <laughs> but that's the biggest difference, right, is you're going to get results and confidence mm-hmm that your child will be able to have a fighting chance to self-rescue independently if they were ever able to find water. Where going the traditional route, you may still get there, but it's going to take you years to get there. Where with survival swim, it's weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this kind of like, here, let's go back. So about a year ago, I was interested in finding some lessons for my kids. And um, we were looking at some of these traditional, you know, there's, there's lots of facilities around here that you can do the mommy and me's or, you know, you know, where there's, yeah, five or so kids and they take their turns with an instructor. And, and then I actually heard a podcast and it was talking about, I think it was talking specifically about ISR. And I was just like, wow, I, I'm really interested in this. And so I, um, I think I found you on Facebook actually. And I got enrolled and it's so true. Like, first of all, it is kind of, like you said, it's hard as a parent (laughs) to watch your kids struggle and learn. 
but it was so rewarding at the same time because they, I mean, they just, they learned, they picked it up so fast, especially my daughter. Like she's like a fish, like to this Mm -hmm. day, I really trust that she would, she would totally know what to do and she'd be okay. And if anything, she has a great respect for the water and knows that if she just topples in, both my kids who have done it, if they, if they topple in like that, they're going to have to do work and figure it out. They, they have that respect for the water, but, um, simultaneously Brit's kids were mm-hmm. at one of these traditional ones. Yeah. Cause I had, I had already signed up cause we were both looking for swim lessons together. Mm-hmm. You know, talking back and forth, I found this traditional swim school, signed my kids up, and I I don't know if it would be... Anyways, so I had started, but theirs was like a 30-minute lesson. Your guys' was 10-minute lessons, but mine was once a week, yours was four times a week, etc. But by the end of the six weeks, or like the two months that I had been going to that traditional swim school, my kids wouldn't even put their face in the water, and Caitlin's kids were swimming across the pool, and I was pissed. (laughs) I was like, excuse me, what? I was like, you gotta go to Little Squirts, I'm telling you. I was like, so good. Anyway, and I, it's like, it's not like swim lessons are cheap, whichever route you go. And I was just, I was like, kind of mad. I was like, I paid this much money for swim lessons and my kids don't do anything. Right, we get they that don't a even, lot. They don't Especially even from the traditional water. standpoint. I know. Mm-hmm. We've spent this much over a course of years. Mm-hmm. While arms may be more up front, you're gonna see the results. Yeah. yeah. And we just started a session in the last week or two. And every day I feel like one parent or another is saying, I cannot believe, like, yep. I from yesterday, like, yeah. how much mm-hmm. progress they're making in just, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, so talk a little bit about that that difference in how it's four days a week for 10 minutes versus just, like, once a week for 30. Yeah, so the way that our curriculum is structured is all of our lessons are private, which means it's one child to one instructor. And your child will have the same instructor over the course of the six weeks. So your child comes 10 minutes a day, four days a week. For six weeks so that's 24 lessons mm-hmm. and we hear a lot oh like 10 minutes my kid can't get a whole lot out of 10 minutes well it's one-on-one so they are working the entire time they're mm-hmm. wasted by the entire end. time <laughs> I mean studies have found that it's the equivalent to like you or I swimming laps for 40 minutes especially yeah. again you're talking about kids from you know predominantly six months of age up to four years of age mm-hmm. right yeah. there are five yeah. um, and if you compare that to a group class if you're taking a group class yeah. that's 30 minutes and there's more than three kids in the class, your child's not getting 10 minutes of yeah. interaction with the instructor. Yeah. So again, a lot of people say, oh, 10 minutes isn't a lot. But when you start doing the comparisons, you get more out of 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Plus, all of our lessons are based off of sensory motor learning. Mm-hmm. And it's tailored to the age of the child and where they are developmentally, both physically and cognitively in mm-hmm. the way that we teach. So it's custom, right? Regardless is, you know, every nine month old is not created equal in mm-hmm. size, right? And you know, where they where they are. And so all of us certified instructors are able to tailor the lesson based on that child's needs. Yeah. And it's all about progression. Everything that they do builds upon what they completed and learned the day before. Yeah. And what I love too about that is that you guys get to really know like my like I feel like like he, like Candace had like nicknames for my kids. Like, yeah, I feel like she knew them and she knew what was, um, she like remembered the day before where they left off. And I just, I feel like that every day, um, clicked for so many reasons to see so much progress. So oh yeah. Fast. The short, more frequent lessons are definitely proven. Oh yeah, for sure. I believe it. Okay. So another question that we have for you 
is what can moms do now to improve water safety with their children? One of the biggest things we say is no floaties, no flotation devices at all. Mm -hmm. Parents that put their kids in the pedal jumpers now put them in a vertical position, which is the drowning position. Mm -hmm. So if they were, and I didn't know that. I thought like I don't know, but it's so true though. They're just they're literally vertical in the water with those pedal jumpers. They can't almost do anything else. Right. They they can't. And once they like kids go through our program and parents try to put them back in, they'll actually admit that to us. Yeah. They they don't like it and they can't move. Yeah. Yeah. They won't. They will not allow you to put your face in the water. Yeah. So that is the number one thing. And I think the number two thing is finding quality swim lessons. Mm -hmm. You may not have an ISR, infant aquatics. You may Mm -hmm. not have a certified survival swim instructor in your area, but if you can find quality lessons that can teach you the float and getting to the float, Mm -hmm. that's that's the key. So you may have to do your research, but I'd say those are the two things I would recommend. Yeah, I'll echo the how they get to their float. Because I know now, if I look back on Logan's incident, Mm -hmm. if you put him on his back, he would float there forever. Mm -hmm. But I know now nobody ever taught him how to get there, you know, if he were to enter the water. I mean, Mm -hmm. he just, he jumped from the stairs and went straight vertical and never learned, okay, put your face in and swim and then roll to your back or put your head back and get to your float. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I echo what Libby said. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So tell us, so knowledge is power, so tell us um, some statistics about water safety. Okay. So drowning is the leading cause of death in kids one to four years of age. Um, If you think about that, kids under five are more likely to die in a pool than in a car. So when you think about self-rescue survival swim lessons, they are just as important for them as a car seat is, strapping Mm -hmm. your kid into a car seat in a car. Um, and almost 90% of childhood drownings happen in backyard residential pools. And so we talk a lot about how layers of protection are imperative. So getting your child skilled in a self-rescue survival swim program is just one of those many layers. Mm -hmm. Other layers include things like avoid flotation devices and puddle jumpers when you are swimming in a pool. Flotation devices are absolutely 100% recommended when you are on or near open water, on a boat, near the ocean, a river, but when you are in the pool, no flotation devices. They give kids a false sense of security and they teach actual the vertical drowning position, not how to swim. Um, The other thing is as a parent, always be in the water with your child. So if you are with a skilled swimmer, you are still in the water with them, arms distance away, If you have an unskilled child, they are in your arms. But don't ever let your children get in the water and swim without you. Because if they think that they can swim in the water without you, then they will go to the water without you when you're not around. Yeah. Um, Other things to think about if you've got a pool in your backyard or you have a family member who has a pool in their backyard. A pool fence. Pool alarms on your doors, your windows. If you've got a pet door, you've got to get it secured and locked. And then um, also get certified in CPR. absolutely get certified in CPR. So again, layers of protection are Mm -hmm. imperative and survival swim lessons are just one of the many layers. Um, The other thing that we talk about when drownings occur, 69% of drownings happen when children are fully clothed. And clothes can add up to 20 pounds to a child's weight in the water, especially if a child isn't yet potty trained and they have a diaper on plus their clothes. And this is important because if you were to ever see some videos from a self-rescue survival swim program, you may see children 
testing. We call them clothing checkouts, where at the end of the six weeks, we test their skills wearing full winter gear and then mm -hmm. also summer gear to yeah. test that very thing. Can the child successfully complete the skill fully clothed? Yeah. Because again, majority of drownings don't happen in a swimsuit. In a swimsuit. Yeah. And it's exactly. very, it's so important because that added weight, especially on an infant or a toddler, um, can be make, you know, make or break. Yeah. I, I mean, if you've ever had a kid in their diaper in like, in any amount of water, <laughs> yeah. you know, they swell. I mean, they're like, <laughs> they're massive. I, I'm, I'm not even surprised that it could like add 20 pounds because they're, they are huge. And I remember when we did our clothing checkouts. Yeah, Millie. <laughs> yeah. Millie. It was Jesse for me. He like walked out. He was like waddling like a penguin because he had this like basketball <laughs> strapped yeah. to his butt. And so I think that is so important. That that makes complete sense that that would be part of the program. Yeah. yeah. And shoes and yeah. all that kind all of stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, just preparing your kids for any any kind of situation because mm -hmm. Yeah, generally, I mean, there's always accidents that happen when you're, like, we're out swimming at the pool, but generally you, you are looking and watching your kids. And, right. And so it's those, I mean, they're called accidents for a reason. Exactly. And so having your kids be prepared for any type of situation. If a child ever goes missing, first place to check is always the water. Yeah. yeah. Water. Always. Mm -hmm. Always. Something else I remember hearing on that podcast, um, she said, if everyone's watching the pool, no one's watching yep. the pool. Mm -hmm. And how important it is to have, like, if you're not going to be in the water, to have somebody that's designated mm -hmm. and, like, take turns or whatever. Because you just assume somebody else is going to see somebody. But like you said, it's silent. Yeah. And no one's going to watch your kid like you will. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any tips for parents who may, you know, I guess swimming season, you know, for lack of a better word, is coming to a close because the summer is ending, um, at least right now as we air this podcast. But, um... What tips do you have for parents to help them in the water with their kids as their, you know, as their kids just navigate not drowning? <laughs> well, one thing we want to say is that we teach year-round. So that is the winter, the fall, winter, early spring. That's a great time to get your kids in. That way they're ready for summer. Mm -hmm. And throughout our program, um, we may have the parent get in with us because I don't know how many times parents say when they start swimming with their children, this looks totally different than how it feels. So we will have parents get in with us and we can show them how to swim properly with their child so bad habits don't develop and um, that way they learn. Yeah. Um, that would be my biggest suggestion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, again, you know, there is no drowning season, right? There's yeah. seasonality to it, but it can happen just as much in the winter as it can in the summer. And to Libby's point, you know, we highly recommend, we talk a lot about, the initial six-week journey, right, mm -hmm. that a new swimmer goes through. But our maintenance program, think of it as like phase two, yeah. mm -hmm. right, where your child, your their lessons are still private, like they're still one-on-one, -on -one, they're still 10 minutes, but you only come once a week, right? Mm -hmm. A child is going to continuously grow, develop, they, you know, their body changes, right? And so their sense of buoyancy and finding that float on their back will continue to evolve, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, it's not just the six weeks and you're done. It's, you know, weekly maintenance to upkeep the scale. Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel like on social media, there's been um, some videos that go around of these types of lessons. And then there's a lot of like controversy around it. Um, yeah. People are just like, that's horrible. How could mm -hmm. you like throw a baby in the water? And, 
And so what can you say to moms who might have anxiety about putting their kids in this type of lesson or kind of, I mean, putting themselves and their kids like in an uncomfortable position where it, it feels scary. Like I remember the first week I was nervous to go because I was just like, oh, you know, I'd seen some of those videos and I was like, oh, I know it's going to be good for them, but it's going to be hard for me to watch them struggle. So what, what, what do you say to moms who might be anxious about that? First of all, a trusted, certified survival swim instructor will never throw your child into the pool. <laughs> we get it all the time. All yep. the time. Yep. You know, and it's because of those crazy videos. Yeah. yeah. But we will never do that. I mean, mm-hmm. anybody who's gone through our program knows the first week, depending on the age of the child or the first couple of days, is spent purely on establishing breath control. Mm-hmm. You can't establish breath control without putting your child's face in the water. Mm-hmm. If your child has never put their face in the water before, there's going to be tears. They're yeah. going to get upset. It's no different than the first time you introduce baby food to your kid, yeah. right? They cry. Or try they to spit buckle them in the car seat right. for buckle the 90th time. Seat, right? right? But you do it to keep them safe, yeah. right? And so, um, you know, we do. Parents come to us at, you know, different levels of confidence or trust or, you know, anxiety about what we're what they're about to go through. And... We explain it to them that over the course of the six weeks, the first thing your child is going to learn is competence, which is the skill. And that can be a challenge in the beginning because they don't yet know what we're asking them to do or how it's all going to be connected, right? Mm -hmm. But once they get the competence, then they build the confidence Mm -hmm. and then their attitude changes. Mm -hmm. And most times by the end of the six weeks... You've got a kid (laughs) that is jumping in who started off maybe throwing the largest fit you've ever seen. You could hear the kid from the parking lot crying, (laughs) right? To now they're the kid that cries because you're making them get out of the water. And it's a journey. We talk about how it's a journey, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just as much a journey for the child as it is the parent. And I think that's the probably one of the most rewarding things, right, is watching that journey for both the child and the parent from day one to day 24. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking to the videos that you may see, if mm-hmm. it is a survival or a certified instructor and they are doing some like flip de doo or a little, you know, kind of cute entrance into the water, it's at the end of the journey. You're seeing the very final days. Mm-hmm. We're not throwing them in on the first week, mm-hmm. just yeah. like Wendy said. So um, I, think, I think it's just a lot of misconception. And we'll even yeah. tell parents on the fence, come to the lessons, just watch. Because I think once parents come, and we have parents do that a lot. They'll come and just talk to other parents, and they'll view our lessons, and they're they get a feel for us as instructors. Mm-hmm. You know that we're not just tossing their kids. And, yeah, yeah. So it's that's another thing we would recommend for parents to do. I yeah. love that, and I, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, by the end, it was so rewarding to watch my kids' confidence grow because they accomplished a hard thing that mm-hmm. at first was probably really scary for them to be put into this uncomfortable position that they've never been in before. Like, wow, I can't breathe underwater. (laughs) Um, But, and then to watch them by the end, to be able to have fun and to swim and to have learned a skill and to see their confidence grow. It was like so rewarding as a parent Mm -hmm. to watch that. Yeah. And we love that too as instructors. Yeah, I bet. You've got a bunch of little fish that you watch. So we just have our our own couple. So I bet it's really fun. My, my biggest one is that my kids didn't literally, they they didn't act like they were getting murdered in the bathtub when I was washing their hair anymore. That's mm-hmm. so, yeah, isn't such that, a big deal. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they would 
what? Look at my starfish, Mom. I'm floating, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, you're amazing, amazing. in your tub. <laughs> we have to giggle at some of the parents that come in on the first day and say, we just like to drip the water, you know, on the head during yeah. bath time. I'm like, well, get ready, because their face is funny. I know, yeah. It's going <laughs> yeah. to have to get yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something else I just wanted to touch upon, too, is um, how awesome it is to have, like, two women, like, you have like your own business yeah. and you guys are, well, there's like a team of you. Yeah. Like team, this, yeah. there's all of you women and you're all moms yeah. and you're providing such an important service. And yeah. I just, thank you. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, I never, <laughs> when I started, I just kind of felt, oh, it's going to be a nice little side gig, but mm-hmm. it's really turned into something really big. It could get even bigger, but yeah, like you said, you had Candace, Candace was mm-hmm. your instructor for your kids and um, she, Wendy, and I are the three certified instructors, and um, yeah, we're we're just really lucky to have each other because a lot of instructors that we know throughout our network are by themselves, yeah. and so for us just to be down the road or even in the same pool, like, mm-hmm. hey, what this kid's doing this, you know, just to bounce kid bounce ideas off each other is really, I mean, we're very very lucky yeah. to have each other. That's yeah. so nice. Another thing that was so fun about it too was like I got to know all the moms. That mm-hmm. were dropping their kids off yes. like in the like yeah thirty or so minutes when I was there and like you see them every single day right and to like make some friends and yeah so. I've made friends I've gone to one lady's house yeah we She's hear that a lot I mean yeah. we'll see yeah people on Facebook or Instagram like oh they met at swim lessons and now they're really yeah. good friends so. or like I run into them at like maintenance lessons I'm like oh hi how's your daughter so and so or I watch them swim I'm like oh my goodness they just improved so much since I saw you guys last time. She brought <laughs> gifts for like the, I don't know how many kids around That's the such a grandma thing to do. <laughs> and they would stay and watch. I mean, a lot yeah. of parents stay and stick around and yeah. encourage cheer on other kids. So it's, yeah, it's really to see, fun to see like the community yeah. Yeah. that this it's building. So I guess the last question that we wanted to ask was how how does survival swim give other moms more power and love and a sound mind honestly it gives me a voice right most people don't know that drowning is the leading cause of death in kids one to four until it happens to them and it can happen to good parents it almost happened to me so i have a very like personal connection to it and you think about that and like that's a statistic but you think about it another way right is it's like the number one reason why a child will not get to kindergarten is because they drowned and it is 100 percent preventable right like i was thinking about this the other day you know as a parent and your kid starts to be mobile and doing things right you're already thinking about what kind of extracurriculars can i get my kid involved in and most of them they have to be three four sometimes five years of age or have started grade school swimming is the only sport that you can start learning the fundamentals at six months of age and can also save their life wow. yeah like it's amazing yeah you know and so i just feel like learning about self-rescue survival swim lessons, the journey that I've been on, being able to partner with Libby and the rest of the team, like we are now a voice for the Northwest Arkansas community. We are a voice for other moms that we connect with. You guys going through the program help spread that voice and that platform. And 
It's a really hard thing to talk about. It's a really scary thing to talk about. But what is scarier, right? Watching your child go through the six-week journey and it starts with tears and it ends with smiles or losing them to something that is 100% preventable. I mean, I just, power in the voice that I have, the platform I have, and the impact that I can make on my friends and family and community is just the greatest blessing and the most rewarding job. Mm-hmm. Like Ooh, I told I my husband, <laughs> I don't like I don't have Sunday scaries anymore. Yeah, you know, right, like yeah. and I there were a lot of things about my corporate career that I loved, and I don't think I would have lasted as long if I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. But this has given me a whole nother level of just fulfillment. Yeah, and and too. honestly, like dealing with other kids you know, other people's children screaming in my face for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. has actually given me more patience yeah. as a mom yeah. with my own kids. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just been a very beautiful, mm-hmm. um, I just, I guess, chapter. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Chapter in my life. I mean, did every, Wendy's so well-spoken, so everything she says <laughs> is a, I, what I feel too. And I've talked to several parents that have had fatal drownings, non-fatal drownings, and those that have had non-fatal drownings, we've had a few of those come to our program after, and that's the time that I feel like, okay, I'm making a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And just to see them on the side of the pool when their child swims for the first time and when they roll over and they get their first breath on their own, just to see them just like in tears because they just, they're, you know, just all the emotions. So Mm -hmm. I just know like the importance that I'm making Mm -hmm. and... I just, I, it's so rewarding. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I know that me and Caitlin probably feel similar as parents who have put our kids through these lessons that like, we feel like we've empowered our own children mm-hmm. by giving them this skill. And I'm like, I guess that's all, I guess that's what we're supposed to do as parents. So I'm like, yeah, I did a good job. <laughs> I can die happy today because I, I was a parent and I did a good job, but, um, and then just, yeah, the peace of mind that we have when we go right. places, you know, it's just anything I can do to relieve my anxiety is good for me. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad that there's stuff like this out there that we right. can do. Right. You're setting your kids up to give them a fighting chance if yeah. anything were you know, to happen. I love that. Yeah. Um, and one thing Wendy was saying um, earlier about, you know, coming both from coming from our corporate jobs, we both get to do what we love swimming wise and corporate Wendy just took over um our social media so even if you're not in northwest Arkansas you can follow us and Wendy's just taken our social media game to the next level we've finally been able to make time to dedicate to that um and yeah just follow us and she's got great tips and just eye-opening stuff things to make you think Mm -hmm. about you know what you're doing with your children around water knowledge is power Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely anything else you'd like to share I think we've just about hit everything. I mean, just thank you to you guys for giving us the platform to talk about it and being moms that have gone through the program. (laughs) I mean, Libby will be the first to tell you, like, word of mouth is the most powerful marketing tool. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so fun for us on, you know, day one to have a new family come in and say, oh, you taught so-and-so or, Mm -hmm. oh, my neighbor recommended me. You know, it's, there's already there, right? We talked about trust, the trust that we establish as instructors with the children, but getting referred by someone who's been through the program, just like anything, right? If you have to go in for a procedure, you're going to ask for a referral from your friends. Hey, 
Yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen, you know, this specialist, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just thank you for yeah. giving us a platform to talk about it and you guys being advocates for us mm-hmm. and for entrusting us with your kids' aquatic education. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Mama Retreat podcast. If you have a friend or family member that needs this message, please share. Join the discussion on Instagram at the.mama.retreat. We can't wait to hear from you.